What's going on? Yo, I got a show for y'all tonight. Y'all gonna y'all gonna be really lucky. Y'all gonna love what we got planned for tonight. I got my girl Big Cat coming on art in shit on um TikTok. So if you guys wanna follow her, it is art underscore in underscore S H Y T. Um, she has one of the funniest erotic sensual honest channels on TikTok, and she's going to be jumping on here around eight o'clock but i wanted to talk to you guys real quick um and then i wanted to get some because last time we did a live i had a lot of people with a lot of questions and answers and i didn't get a chance to get to them so if you got anything you want to ask me before we start the show um with cat just go ahead and leave it in the comments right now what's up chicago i see you man i see you i love shy town you take you take me to the south side of Chicago. Let me hit up Shirley's. Shirley's got some neck bones and rice that slap faces, baby. I know you probably know a whole bunch more spots than I do, but that's one of my favorite spots. Anytime I'm in Chicago, take me to the south side, and I'ma hit up Shirley's. That's one of my spots, man. That's one of my spots. I love Chicago. It's only a few hours. I hop in the car in a minute and be in Chicago in a few hours, and just yeah, that's my spot. That's my spot. You know what killed me about Chicago? Anybody that's been in Chicago when you try to do some shopping <laughs> and they lock all the doors. We're not used to that where I'm from. You go in the store, they lock it behind you. Ain't nobody just walking in the store in Chicago. That's crazy, but you know, it is what it is. It, it's like that from time to time and everywhere, I guess, but not where I live. But yeah, but if y'all got any questions y'all want to drop into the chat, man, we can get it. I can answer those because I know when we had Yaya on, the other day um you know it was a lot of questions and everybody was just bombarding them and i didn't get the chance to really answer them but yeah man if y'all got some questions or something like that y'all want to ask me before i start with cat later um because she's gonna be jumping on here in about seven minutes but um i just wanted to give y'all opportunity to you know ask any questions about the channel the content um any videos that i got another thing man Yo, big, big up on everybody who be sending me videos. If you want to send me a video and you think I'd be, you know, you want me to review it or do a reaction video, just send it to first off, in my opinion, at gmail.com and I'll get it because there's been so many people like in my inbox, but I can't see the link or whatever. So it's like, just send it to my email and I can see the link and then I can give you a big shout out when I do the video. So I really appreciate that for all the people who be trying to help out with the channel, grow the channel, share the live. I'm telling you tonight is going to be really interesting because Kat and, and the thing is her, her name is Katrina Kat, but her channel is art and shit. Right. And it's art underscore in underscore S H Y T. You, when you see her, you're going to remember her because her channel is hilarious. It's honest. It's very sensual. It's very sexy. And once she jump on here, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. We're going to have some conversation. I'm going to ask her some questions and y'all going to see exactly why <laughs> her channel has been blowing up here recently. So. Hey, like I said, if you got any questions or concerns, man, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, went down over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I'm still on the the this, the Boston Celtics thing. That's still mind blowing. The Brett Favre thing is still mind blowing to me. And it, it's it's crazy for me because it's like the news cycles have really pushed stuff under and 
it's it's weird. It's just weird to me because it's like we just bypassed the Brett Favre thing to jump on the Boston Celtics thing, and we never really even addressed it. But yeah, man, the Boston Celtics thing is crazy. I, I I just I just can't wait for the rest of the story to come out because I feel like we've only been getting bits and pieces of it, and we don't really even understand what all you know he did or whatever, and we still trying to figure it out because. It's still a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because supposedly he got fined or they they reduced his salary by 50%. I don't understand why they just didn't fire him. If it was if it was so crazy, I just don't see why they just don't didn't fire him, move on, let him go find another job. You know, him and Nia Long can, you know, rekindle or, you know, rebuild their relationship or whatever like that. But I don't understand why they just didn't fire him. And that's why I feel like a whole a whole bunch of people, the press, everybody is just like, hey, I don't understand why why y'all just didn't fire him. Because it's like you carrying it on with the suspense because you're not telling the truth about the whole event. So it's like now you just put more gas on the fire, more gas on the fire. And it's only going to be harder for the players once the season starts because everybody's still going to be asking the same questions. What happened? Who was he cheating with? What was going on? What was so serious? So it's crazy, man. But I'm still waiting for she's going to be on about three minutes but if y'all got any questions y'all want to ask me before she jump on or anything you want to ask her or any, if y'all want to throw out a topic for tonight, just throw it in the comments. I can see it right now, but you know how once the show starts, it starts getting a little, you know, it gets a little speedy so I don't get to see it. So drop it in there now and I can see. So if it's something y'all want us to talk about, let me know now. All right, here she, I think I got it. Yep. There she go. Here we go. <laughs> Y'all here for a treat, man. Don't be hyping them up. I am, man. I'm hyping them up. I'm letting them know. <laughs> I had to come on early because I was like, "Y'all understand? Y'all about to get hyped." What's what? up, cat? You really? You think so? Not much. How you doing? I got dressed up for you. I can't even see you. Oh shit! My bad. There you go. Oh, you? there you go. Oh, you laid your edges and everything. I did. A little bit of hair I do have. Yes, I laid it down for y'all. <laughs> What's going on? What you got? The hookah? Yeah. I can. I can that's figure. That's what we gonna say it is. Okay. That's what we gonna say it is. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey man, I just. Can I smoke on live without them saying something. If they say something, they just gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, we gonna do what we do. Hey, but I got I got like some questions that I want to just just start off with off top, just off top. Okay, first off, like okay, how did you how did you come up with the channel? Like, what made you come up with the channel? Well, my mind is always doing some dumb crazy shit anyway, mm -hmm. um, and my friends and family kind of got not necessarily tired of hearing it, but it was like you need to you know do more. Right. So I thought cool. I tried. And then also, like, my radio is broken in my truck. So I be driving all day talking to myself. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's record this shit and start posting it. And that's how it started. <laughs> but it's like you just found, like, a niche right off the top. Like, you know, how you start well, your I've always Go ahead. I've always had my, my brand um, before anybody knew who I was. Because, um, like, this is all a part of my healing from my divorce. Mm -hmm. So I've been building my brand, building myself for, like, four years now. I just never put it really out there 
to this magnitude. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some other stuff going. Like I had my podcast going. I wrote a blog for like a year and a half almost. Um, and so I just finally was like, you know what? Let's put video and voice with the pictures and the words that I've been writing. So TikTok it was. <laughs> so let's it was let's just, let's talk. I've always been there. We just had to put it out there. Let's talk about the divorce. Yeah. Let's talk about the divorce. Like uh, you know what happened there. You know. That's a really interesting story. Yeah, go ahead. We have I, time. I, I was supposed to be writing a book about it, but I didn't get to it yet. Um, Ain't nothing but me and your cousins on the phone. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. It ain't no big deal. But I was married for six years. My ex-husband is 22 years older than me. Ooh. Um, and there was a lot of control, um, mental abuse, verbal abuse. Um, it wasn't support on his end. I was a stay-at-home wife. Mm-hmm. I was like 24 years old at home taking care of a family of a guy who was pushing 50. And <laughs> I was just real naive and young and just followed him. And mm-hmm. whatever he said, I did. Um, after like the six years, realized this is not a good relationship. It's toxic as shit. And I tried to leave him like three or four times prior to that, but he wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what's the best way to leave to where he's not going to want me back? Let's cheat on him. So I had a whole affair. <laughs> Wait, it gets interesting. <laughs> I had a whole affair. Um, I wasn't broadcasting it, but I really wasn't trying to hide it either. Um, long story short, the dude I was messing with was married. His wife caught him. She got in contact with my husband. My husband called me at work and was like, What in the Maury is going on right now? (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? Yo, I'm telling you. (laughs) I mean, did you expect a boring story? Look who you talking to. (laughs) Come on with it. Come on with it. (laughs) You knew it was going to be crazy. Like, his wife contacted um, my husband. He called me from work and was like, I'm getting this text message from this girl. What is all this? Is this true? He was sending me screenshots of me and the message me and the the other guy was exchanging. I said, Yeah, I did it. And he was like, what? I said, I did it. And so he came home. He talked to me. He was like, what do you mean you did it? I said, I figured that was the only way that I could leave you and you wouldn't, I mean, you let me go. That mm-hmm. was my way out. I said, I don't regret it. I do it again. I need to get away from you. And his response was, okay, well, how do we work this out now? I said, he still didn't want to let me go. So I just like, fuck it. I packed up all my shit. I left. Um, shit got real bad after that for like a year and a half. It was just real bad with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he took me to court, tried to take our daughter, which resulted in him putting himself on child support. Well, because he served me, so you know. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want any of that shit. I was like, I want to do none of that. Like, just spend time with your kid. I don't care about no money. So he ended up being on child support. That's been four, almost five years ago. And to this day, we still haven't talked to see each other. What? With the kid. Hold on. request. Like, per his request. <laughs> you haven't seen him in four years? So how do y'all do pickups and drop-offs? His mom lives right around the corner from him. Okay. Like, I can see his house from her backyard. So I just drop my daughter off at his mom's house. He comes around and pick her up. We communicate through email because he doesn't want my phone number. Um, it's a bunch of bullshit that I fucking hate that I got to deal with, but it keeps peace and quiet in my life. So has he moved on? 
Obviously, it doesn't sound like it. it I don't know. Sounds like he carrying thinking, he carrying a torch like right now. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I really don't think he has. Um, but I, I did like right after I left, I did go back and apologize to him for the way that I ended mm-hmm. things, and I could have did it better. And then for making it seem like I had no concern for his feelings, but I was like six years, you had no concern for mine. Like shit was terrible mm-hmm. to the point where like. I'm pregnant and he's threatening to rape his own wife. Like you don't, you can't do that shit. Like it was, it was a lot going on, and I just dealt with that for six years. So, like initially, you know, like you said, you were 22 years old. He was 20. You said 24, 25 years older than you. 22 years older than me. So I was 23 when I met him. So he was what 45. 45. <sighs> hey, what's so funny is a lot of younger women you know be mm-hmm. at me and i'd be like girl i got shoes older than you i can't i can't even i can't even comprehend <laughs> i can't do it but so that dynamic of control was it control like oh you better not do this or oh don't do that or or was it like over advice every five minutes it started as over advice in the beginning, like mm-hmm. he was really looking out for me. Like he was, I'm older than you. I've been through that. I'm trying to help you out. It was that kind of thing. Um, and I, I knew I was in too deep. I think I was pregnant and he told me, he was like, I saved you from yourself. If I didn't meet you, you'd either be dead somewhere or God knows what. Fucking every random man that come along, I saved you from yourself. You wasn't going to survive alone. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I kind of went along with it, but then it hit me. It was like, no. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of person he thinks I am, but he broke me down to make me believe that I was just this terrible person out there. And I just went along with it. So it went from over-advice, then it switched to the control of, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I just kind of just fell in line. And I, it got, I, I knew that it was time to go when I saw my daughter was being conditioned as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if she would see me... Um, I'm calm all day while he's not there. But then as soon as it was time for him to come home, I just jump up and I just start cleaning random stuff. Like, I've been cleaning the house all day, but I'm just finding other stuff to clean because I know he's going to say something. My daughter asked, she was like, Daddy, come home? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. And she jumped up and she started cleaning too. I was like, that's not good for her to see that, for her to be conditioned like that because and I, I didn't say anything to her, but just to her watching me, she picked up on all of that. And I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Because it's, it's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse. And I know I know me. When I get to my breaking point, it takes a lot. When I get to my breaking point, I do shit that could potentially land me somewhere where I shouldn't. So I, like, I got to get out of here before that happens. And she's not going to have her mama or her daddy. Mm. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to just leave. Mm. But, okay, so now you fast forward. You you out of the relationship. Um it feels like, you know, you started to awaken like who you really wanted to be. That's what I when I when I see you, I see you like becoming who you want to be right now. So or it's just something you suppressed when you was married and now, you know, you just like, all right, I'm gonna do me. I definitely suppressed it a lot when I was married. Um because I was I was this, but not as much before I met him. Mm-hmm. But I was real strong-minded, strong-willed, and all I heard was hard-headed. But go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime I hear a woman say I'm strong-minded, I'd be like, okay, hard-headed. All right, go ahead, keep going. Oh, 
Oh, my bad. I'm not hard-headed. You're not? I listen. Huh? I listen. Okay. I, I want to do what I want to do. Okay, that sounds like... that. I, If you tell me something that I know is beneficial and is going to help me, I won't say anything, but I'll sit down and I'll listen. Mm-hmm. I have no problem submitting to the right man. It's the right leadership style. Yes. Okay. But it has to be earned. Not saying I'm going to fight him every step of the way, but I got to see it. I'm just not going to meet a dude and be like, oh, he say he's a man, he's an alpha male, let me follow him. No, you have to show me over a period of time that that's who you are, and I got no problem sitting down. Really? So let me ask you this question. When you, when, okay, so I hear a lot of people say, like, I'm submissive, I listen, I do all that stuff. So is it, do you like the rah-rah leader? Or do you like the the smart tactical leader? The smart tactical leader. So you can't do the rah rah. Nope. Cause you some women, some women, you they like you gotta you gotta no. you gotta check me. You gotta you know you gotta do all this stuff. And I I am like that. Check me, but you can't check me by yelling at me because I'm gonna yell back. Mm-hmm. But if you can subtly just give me a look like bitch, sit down. That's all you need. Just look at me. Like you look at a child to a child to sit out at church. All he got to do is give me that look and I'll sit right on down. Like, <laughs> so like he's, he's checking me, but in a more tactical, strategic, quiet way. Okay. Now you do. You got to get there though with the person though, right? It ain't. Yeah. You got to get. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I said, but you, I, I just feel like a lot of young people, I can't even say it's young people. I'm going to say people in general don't know the difference between a narcissist and an alpha male because the it's a thin line right there. It's a it's a real thin line. Very thin line. Yes. And if you and if you and it can get toxic. Yes. So how yes. how would Very you helpful. how do you see that? The biggest way I separate the two for me is if a man has to say he's an alpha male, he's not an alpha male. Exactly. And really, there's nothing else to talk about. An alpha male will never have to say it. You can see it in all his actions. Another thing I would add to that is the ability to show empathy. Like the ability to to put yourself in somebody's emotional shoes and, and feel. Yes. And... Like I said, real important. It is a thin line, and I've seen people blur it. And I and I've seen I even in the same thing with women. I see a lot of women. Well, I'm an alpha female, and I'm a. I'm like, you ain't gotta tell me you're a leader. You ain't gotta tell me you're alpha female. You ain't you ain't gotta tell me those things. If you're that, it will show. It will show all day long. You know what I'm saying? Now back to the content on your channel. Okay. Random thought of a day. Sometimes, anytime I'm in a group of people, I go to your channel and be like, hey, y'all want to smile real quick? My favorite one. Yes, my favorite. (laughs) Yes, my favorite one is the one where you talk about, I think the dude was trying to tell you like he had a a big male part. And you was like, yeah. Um, I drive an F-250 um, <laughs> or something like that. You said that. Now, yeah. 
I know you get a ton of inboxes. I know you do. So what is the worst that you've received and what's the best you've received? Because I know you got some inbox chronicles and diaries. From just TikTok or ever? Just We can go ever. Cause you know, I I mean, my my one my one friend Mel, she was she on here tonight. They watching. I'm gonna actually bring them on in a minute. But they were saying she was saying like you know since she's starting to get a little notoriety, you know people been asking to fly her out. You know people be you know cash app here, cash app there. You know what I'm saying? So it, is you living? Is you living or I, you, you partaking? I, I living, but I'm I'm getting there. Matter of fact, I don't. He might be watching. I don't know. But um, the dude just offered to fly me to DC earlier today. And I was like, what we going to do? He was like, nothing, you know, just hang out, just chill. I was like, mm, yeah, okay, we'll see about that. But I kind of want to go. Like, it's a trip. There's another guy, every couple weeks or so, he just cashed at me some money. He's like, we'll get some lunch. I was like, oh, okay. So it it is what it is. I've, I've had, when I first got on TikTok, I might have only had like maybe 8,000 subscribers at the time. This guy messaged me. He was like. Did you say 8,000 or? How, Eight thousand. You know that's a lot, right? That's 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 Not a lot. Compared to what I have now, I know. I mean, but I'm just saying, you made it seem like <laughs> it was it was like crumbs. Like I just had eight thousand well, like well, two weeks ago. Knew who I really was. Okay. Like, <laughs> this guy messaged me. He was like, um, "How much I got to pay you to get a picture of your pussy?" And I was like, "You serious?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Nigga, like for real? Like you could go on the internet, watch this shit for free. Why are you going to pay for it?" And he wasn't the only one. Like every couple of weeks, some dude messaged me, send me a picture of your titties. I'll pay you however much you want. I always give him some random number, five hundred dollars. Damn, that much? Yeah. Like <laughs> if you want to see your face, like yeah. I mean, how do you do it? I mean, I mean, no. Uh, okay, I'm just <laughs> no. saying. I'm, I'm like, we inquiring minds want to know. I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, no, huh? I, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So it's, I had an OnlyFans before. Okay. And that's what people expected me to do on there. And I'm like, no. Like, I, I like to dress up in costumes and like do little random skits and shows and shit right here by myself. With Cosplay or just random stuff? Like, I'm going to say random stuff. I guess it'd be considered cosplay. Um, I just never know, knew what to call it. I'm just being myself. Like, I have multiple. Y'all think I'm crazy as shit. Y'all already think I'm crazy as shit. It don't matter. I have multiple different personalities living within me. Like tonight in this little outfit, mm -hmm. this is not Cat P. This is Katana. And so, I mean, it just depends on who I feel like being that day. I dress up like that person and I'm that person all day around here taking pictures, recording shit. And I used to put that on my OnlyFans. And it's a lot more raunchier than what I would usually post on like Instagram. But I guess that wasn't enough for them. And they wanted titties and me playing with myself and all the other stuff. And I was like, I'm not porn star publicly i'm not doing that <laughs> you, you know i will be honest if i go to your your channel and <clears throat> i look at your content you do seem very open and sensual and sexual and provocative if you will and but then i also see when you be at work in the car you be also be like yes this is katrina from accounting Yes, yes, that is me all day. Okay. But then when I come home, I get to be a different personality. Okay, okay. So, so that balancing that just in your personal life and your social media life, does that cause any conflict, like just in general, or no? No. Done. 
mean, because everybody, everybody who knows me knows, as you would say, I'm hard-headed. I'm going to do what I'm going to do whenever I'm going to do it. Oh, so we're admitting to that now. what the fuck you say. I can admit that. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right. So, I mean. So, yeah, so, I mean, go ahead. No, so, so with that being said, like, uh, what is your dating situation like right now? I'm single. Not dating? Dating like, okay, what's your definition of dating? My term of dating is completely different from everybody else. Okay, so I feel like it's stages. I feel like the initial is talking, like, you know, just having conversations with somebody um, via the phone, text, social media, um, maybe Mm -hmm. meetups here and there. Dating is, okay, me and you are going out on events and outings for a period of time and talking. Um. With the same person? Yes. No. No. Like, I, to me, dating is I go out on a date with this person today, on a date with that person tomorrow. It's never a really consistent person. I'm just getting to know different people. That I do. I don't do it a lot only because I don't like people like that. I don't mm. like being around people like that. Um, I'm really an introvert. I love sitting on my couch doing nothing. But when I go out, I know how to socialize, be a part of the group, you know, keep people entertained. So when I do date, it's real sporadic, real random. Um, So I guess I'm dating. I don't know. I'm not talking to anybody seriously like that. Now, I got (laughs) to ask this question. I got to ask this question. Okay, so when you're dating, are you a receiver or are you proactive? I'm proactive until I see that the energy isn't being matched, then I stop. I notice that a lot of women are receivers, though. Like, they just, you want to go to dinner? Yes. You want to go here? Yes. You want to go do this? Yes. But then it's like, I end up dating myself because we're going everywhere that I like, and I'm not really learning you. And I used to be that way, of course, when I was younger. Um but this took a lot of growing into and maturing and realizing that I can't get upset with this man because he didn't do this romantic thing for me or that romantic thing for me. If he didn't fucking know, I can't expect him to be Prince Charming and just magically know everything about me and then it just fall in place. So if I want something to happen, I'm going to ask you, hey, I want to go to such and such place. Um, you want to go with me? You want to go on a date? Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, cool. Let's go. And I, it's my rule that if I initiate the date, I pay for the date. From beginning to end, I'm not asking you for anything. I will never, I will, and never in the history of me being black, I don't think I've ever, I don't ever want a woman to pay for a date that I take her on, or even she takes me on. And I can, I can respect that. If we get there and that's what you say, I'm like, all right, cool. But just understand, I have no problem doing for you as you do for me. That's just my only thing. I just, I feel like. I'm old though, so it's like I do. I see these. I, I you know, what I'm saying I, I don't manage clubs. You know, been part owners and stuff like this. So it's like I sit there and I watch them, and I'm like, this, this dude about to ask to split a thirty three dollar bill. <laughs> now that I'm not doing that shit. If I go on a date and his response is, "So we splitting this?" He ain't not gonna hit for me no more. Like yeah. I'm not splitting no shit. 
either you got it, I got it. That's all it is. Like if we split, I could have took myself out. Like what the fuck am I doing that for? Yeah, that's weird. Like, to me. I got multiple personalities in my head. I don't need to talk to you. Like so. What? What? I'm just saying. But I think all I think me willing to like pay is all part of me being a cancer and my nurturing spirit. Uh-huh. Like when I am with somebody, like I spoil them like nothing other. And I don't mean like buying them gifts and shit like that, but just taking care of them, making sure on a day-to-day basis everything is met. Their mental, their physical, their spiritual, everything, just being there for them. So if I say I want to take you out and I want to do this and do that for you, it's because I see myself nurturing you. I just want you to be okay. Now, um, you know, Mel, when she was on here last week um, and she had made a video, you know, and, you know, it started off by saying, like, she be doing the most. And a lot of women agreed with her, but there was a lot of women who was like, they didn't agree with her. About doing the most as far as what, dating? Doing the most. Like, you you meet a guy, you go, you fall hard, you you taking care of him, you look, you know what I'm saying? You in it. Like, you know, let's just say day two, you, you, you ten toes deep. Now, and the thing is, I feel like a lot of women do that. I feel like a lot of guys do that, too. I feel like that's more of a natural orientation to who you are versus, like, this is just, oh. Because the thing is, you wouldn't do it yeah. with somebody who treated you like an asshole the first date. Yeah. And you, I feel like it really it just depends on the person, like, who you who you meet. Like, you can meet some somebody and think, you know, they're cool to hang out with. I like the energy. But just something's not off. Mm-hmm. So you participating, but you're not giving 100% because you know we're not there yet. So it may take like three years for you to get to that point with that person. Whereas you might meet somebody else and then like off the rip, the energy is being matched. There's a connection that you never felt before. You might be okay with giving them everything that second day and caring for them and all that stuff. I think it just all depends on each person and then the connection you make with that person. So I don't ever think it's too much. It just depends on the situation. Now, let me ask you this. Are you a visual um, type person? Like you, the vis- the physical visual attraction does it for you? Or is it more so I like this person's spirit or energy? I mean, off the rip, it's definitely visual first. Mm-hmm. Like this, I'm not going to look at you and then see, oh, I like this energy just from staring at a person. Um, so if I just look at you and you pleasing to my eyesight, then okay, that's off, off the rip. That's it right there. Now, once I get to know you, it turns from, all right, I'm attracted to you, but is there anything else? Do we have a spiritual connection, a mental connection? Then it turns into that. And if that's lacking, I don't care how fine you are. I can't do it. I can't talk to you anymore because you're boring the shit out of me right now. Mm. So you you wouldn't have a problem with, a, let's say, a crunchy individual? What? Ugly? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yes. I mean, I'm a sugar coat shit. Um, I talk about that one of my podcasts. Everybody, I'm not gonna include my ex husband, but everybody before him were incredibly ugly individuals. Like wow. so much to the point that all my friends, and my family would say, "Why are you with this person? Look at you." Look at him. You could do so much better. And I was like, well, he has a good personality, you know. But then I was also young and naive and in that mind state of I got to get whatever comes at me. So that's why so many ugly niggas got a chance. But now in later life, finding myself all over again and making it even better. 
Like fuck that shit. I'm vain. You got to you got to match this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How, so how did you go how did you that I know that younger part where you said like so you said you had an ugly streak like a crunchy phase. So you just you met a whole bunch of crunchy dudes and you gave them the opportunity to time of day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you so you saying your ex-husband wasn't crunchy or he was lord of crunchiness? Like which one was he? He wasn't crunchy. He wasn't crunchy. Okay. He wasn't crunchy. Okay. No, he wasn't crunchy. All right, so I be okay. So why are we calling these ugly dudes crunchy? They ugly. Call them that. Cause they crunchy, crunchy is nicer. <laughs> crunchy is nicer. You know. There is nothing nice about calling a person ugly, no matter how you say it. <laughs> he has a high crunchy factor. Like you know, this you know, it just sounds rolls okay. off your tongue better. You know, you just I, be like, I oh, he it. ugly. Right. Ugly is demoralizing. Yeah. Sir, I'm not attracted to you. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you don't do it for me at all. At all. You're not. You're not. You're See, they even saying it in the comments. <laughs> crunchy is better. Crunchy is better. They're saying it in the comments. Okay. Nothing yeah. wrong with crunchy. All right, cool. I'll go with crunchy. So what is your ideal type? Tell all the guys that's listening. 6'2", dark skin, full beard dreads. I say it in every video. A Haitian? <laughs> is that a Haitian? Like, is that any Haitian? Like, I mean, it, 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 sure. If he's too dark skin with full bearded dreads, yes. As long as he's not African. Yeah, we good. I got to tell that story, too. What? Go ahead. Tell it. No, not here. I got a different plan for that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> craziest date. Let me tell you, about, tell you about. Tell me about the craziest date you've been on. Crazy good or crazy bad? We'll do bad first. I was, oh shit, this is real crazy. I think I was like 14. And there was this guy, I know I'm taking it way back, but this is the worst day ever. Um, this guy that I went to church with, I think he was like 20 and he liked me. Now that's a grown ass man, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, he R. Kelly. Always, but he was, yeah, he was a little off in the head though. But he would always ask me to go out. And I was like, no, you can't. You can't go out. My mom said I can't have a boyfriend until I'm 17. If you want to take me out, you got to ask her. I knew she was going to say no. So he went, he asked her, and he came back to me, said, can I take you, take you out to the movies? I said, what did my mom say? He said, yeah, you can go. I'm like, what the fuck, mom? That's a grown-ass man. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, no, he's such a nice guy. Anyway, um, 20 year I think he was 20, might have been 19, but um, ended up going to the movies. His grandfather dropped us off at the movies, and we watched Scooby-Doo. I hate Scooby-Doo to this day for that very fucking reason, and it was just terrible. It was awkward. He kept trying to touch me. I was like, just please, just leave me alone, um, and then after the date, we were supposed to go out to eat, and we sat outside the movie theaters for like two hours waiting for his grandfather to come pick us up. And he never came. What? And finally he was like, I think he came like maybe at nine o'clock. We were still staying outside at nine o'clock at night. He was like, oh, I thought y'all was at the restaurant. How the fuck we got there? You all right. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Take me home. I don't want to see you anymore. I went home. He asked me to go to prom with him after that. I said, nope, not doing it. So my sister went, went with him out of pity. And so he's been stalking my sister for like 15 years now. And mm. he just recently found me again. Like, he found my email address and started sending me emails. So I threatened to press charges and call the cops on him because that was creepy as shit. Like, so. What did your mom say about it? Like, what was her? I, don't, I never talked to her about it after that. Wow. 
You ain't no, in charge of finding like, people no more. You not in charge. <laughs> Goodness. Never. Like, never. <laughs> you, you also, you're not even a good mom for this date. All right, crazy best. What's the best one? What's the best date? Well, I ain't going to say best, but it was interesting. Good, interesting. Um, went out with a dude, and he was just like, telling me everything. I guess a woman, a man thinks someone wants to hear. Like he want to be with me. First date, he want to be with me. He want to get to know me. He want to build a future with me. Because he's like well-known in the area. Uh-huh. And so everybody know him. He was like, I want you to be on my arm, this, that, and everything else. I was like, you know what? This sounds amazing. This sounds good. But I ain't the woman for it. I'm just here because I'm trying to see what that dick like. <laughs> he, was, he was like, what? I was like, sir, I just got out of a marriage. I am not trying to look for a relationship. I'm just trying to get stuff. And he was like, you dead ass. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. You want it? You follow me. And he was like, okay. Took it to the bathroom. Did what we did. I left. I never called him, never texted him. Matter of fact, I blocked him because I had no intention of getting to know him. I just wanted some. Like, what am I? <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think like maybe a year later, he saw me out at some event around here and he was like, you remember me? I said, yeah, yeah, I remember you. You were good. He was like, so we can't talk anymore. I was like, no, that was a one-time thing. I'm, I'm good, so don't worry about it. And for me, that was a good date. Like... I went with an intention. I did it, and it was successful. So it was a good day. How I mean, <laughs> what? All right, I'm gonna back up just a little bit. So okay. if if the goal was to just have a physical exchange, was it not worth having a physical exchange again? I mean, I, it's, no, it's, it's, it was good enough to do it again. I just don't want to. Mm. I mean, I had him. Hey. I had him once. I don't, I don't need him again. Hey, Mel, like he, Mel, cut, cut your TV ahead. off. You, you got, we hear your law and I, order in the I, background. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Mel, you've been listening to Cat. Tell us about how to date. And uh <laughs> That's how I date. It's not how to date, it's how I date. <laughs> I mean it it worked. It it worked for you. It worked for you. I mean, sometimes it works for others. But, you know, I got different things in mind and different goals than what other people have. So your ideal guy is six two, Haitian with dreadlocks. I mean I say that, but it don't gotta be that. As long as you're attractive, I'm good. What is attractive, though? If I look, I'm about to die on live, y'all. Pray for me. If I look at you and I say, damn, to me, that's attractive. And at least four other people got to say the same shit. If I'm the only one that think you cute, no, maybe you're not. I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> so only four people in the whole world of seven billion people, as long as they agree with somebody, you. Somebody, at least somebody else want him. I'm good. Don't nobody want to, you don't want to be with nobody that nobody else want. I mean, granted, you know. Not I've literally heard that. Them. I've literally heard, I don't want, I want to be with somebody that don't nobody want because then I don't have to worry about competing with nobody. I'm not competing. If I already got the spot, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And he mm. has no reason to seek anything elsewhere. I just need to know somebody else want him and you can't have him. I'm good. 
Do you see yourself getting married in a traditional sense? Traditional sense, no. What do you see? Um, right now, I'm just like, if he wants to get married, then okay, cool, we can get married. But I'm completely fine with us just being together, cohabitating for the rest of our life. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a marriage. So this whole, let me tell you about this this new phase of what is it called? You kids call it poly. What you feel about that? No, not for me. No. Not for you. Mm. It's well, it depends on the person. Um, with my ex-husband, no, I couldn't do it. Anybody I dated before him, I could do it. But that's only because I know I wasn't as deep into the relationship um, to be hurt by knowing he out there messing with somebody else. So I, I could have did it with them. I loved them, but I wasn't like all wrapped up and caught up in them where it's really going to hurt me to know that he messed with somebody else. But with my ex-husband, no. I love that man. That wasn't going to happen. Uh -huh. Mel, what you think? I tried, Polly. You did? Mm-hmm. How was it? Um, the reason it wouldn't have worked for me in that sense. Hold on, hold on. When? <laughs> this is a few years, a few years ago. I tried it because I was, I was hoping. With the crunchy dude? Make him no. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, All right, go ahead. Ugly out here. No, I tried it. I'm going to be real with you. I tried it out of insecurity. <clears throat> I tried it to see if maybe if I do this, then he'll be happy. And that did not work. It backfired bad. Like, it backfired really bad. Like, And that's what I've always... I just had this conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago. Like, I feel like the only reason a woman would agree to do poly is because she doesn't want to lose that man. So she's doing whatever she got to do to keep him happy. Yeah, but it's actually some poly women, like some women who are bisexual. So they look at it as yeah. if they can still have both because we always look at it like the man wanted, but you would be surprised. I follow a lot of women because I'm for poly. I mean, I'm. it doesn't work for me, but I do see people who do it very, just as well as monogamy. Like they're doing just fine. They have arguments just like us. They, you know, it's just a regular relationship. It's just between three different people. You just have to have the mindset of not wanting to. Just basically, you just got to be willing to do what it takes, just like you would mm -hmm. in a monogamous relationship. It's the same thing. Why, just, why you look you like that? It's working, it will. Why are you making a face? You know, because it's like, you know, the idea, I think a lot of people, for one, I'm going I'm to give you both sides of it real quick. Monogamy in this country to us as African-Americans is actually new. This is something we've only done in this country. So therefore, for 10,000 years, you know, we always had multiple wives. Or, uh, you know, so monogamy is something we, we done, we've done here in the States. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the historical value of it is present. Now, me personally, I, I, I don't have anything against people who, who do it and, you know, it works and that family dynamic works for some people. It works, it works. But I think the problem I have with it is because I think a lot of people always initially equate it to a sexual thing. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Like, and, do you think more people do that because of the sexual thing or financial other reasons? 
I feel like the financial part of it is the the life hack. You know what I'm saying? But the sexual thing is the thing I think that disgusts people or excite people. And mm-hmm. that's why I feel like it won't be accepted like it should be um, because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. And, and when you think about like, you know, like you go to Utah or, you know, so many places where there's a lot of Mormons and stuff like like they still, you know, still do that. You know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. it's frowned upon like literally when we do it. So it's weird to me. It's just a weird dynamic in the United States that even even amongst African Americans, it's a tough argument. It's a tough conversation. Like, cause as soon as you bring it up, it's like, oh, it's a guy and two girls. Sometimes it'd be a girl and two guys. I follow her on TikTok. She got two husbands. Yeah, I told her license girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been watching her yeah. for years. <laughs> she sure does. I, I applaud her personally. I can't. No, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, don't want too much masculine energy for me. Like I just, I'm I'm okay with my one. I'm but, okay with that. You know what I'm saying? But because they're not, her husbands aren't sexual with each other. They're only with her. So, wait, really? Because I thought I thought they were bisexual. The guys? I yeah. Don't, I don't think they are. They took a I lot was, of suggestive I was pictures. To remember, it's another one. She has two husbands, but took a lot of husbands have a girlfriend. <laughs> it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of people in in one thing. But like I say, it's just like the going back to what Polly even started from is from men, um, basically taking on women with children who didn't have fathers. They didn't even have to be sexual. It was just a man being a provider and a protector to a woman and her children if her man died, or if her um. Yeah, if her husband passed away, that's mostly the the biggest part of it. Now, it's a whole different thing. I do believe that people look at it a lot when it comes to sex, but it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. In my case, it wasn't, but I tried it. I did. Would you do it again? No, absolutely not. I I, I wouldn't. Um, even though, like I say, when I see people doing it, I think it's nice. I do think about the financial side. I do think about that. Yeah, three households. I mean, three incomes is it's it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? You need that in these days. You need more income. You do. So but when you did it, was it all in one household or just three people in a relationship? It was it was just three people in a relationship. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't do we tried to do the house thing, but just like two women both insecure trying to keep a man, it was never going to work. Me and her was going to be fighting all the time because it wasn't the dynamic was not right. It was just us not wanting to lose a man. So. We wasn't going to be able to be friends. We wasn't going to be able to actually coexist without it being a low-key competition. Mm-hmm. So, How did it start? You said it was two women trying to keep a man. So did it start where y'all just kind of found out about each other? It was like, let's all make it work? Or was it actual introduction of everybody dating each other? No. Um, it was an ex of his who he just couldn't let go of. And since uh-huh. I was just like, oh, you know what? He can't let her go. So let me go ahead. Let me see what she's talking about. And like I say, she basically was like, okay, we could try it. Even though she was still basically just like, I just want to keep him. And I yeah. could feel that energy. It wasn't a friendly energy between me and her. It wasn't at all. So, so, so look, yeah. I'm all right. So I host a, a few events here locally. Mm-hmm. And um, so I do this thing called hip hop and R&B bingo. And it just happened to be one of the songs that played um, at bingo was that scissor song, The Weekend, right? And so... 
Like usually any other song we play, the whole crowd just on their feet singing it and they all but so this song comes on and I've seen a lot of people humming. You know, they sitting in their chairs, they humming. And so I told the DJ, I was like, cut it off. Now listen, y'all all know every word to this song because y'all living it. <laughs> so I need y'all to stand up and I need y'all to sing it. And so the, the DJ, weekend. yes, yes. And so the DJ played it back and she turned it back on. She on here too, DJ Tosh Beats, what's up? And so she turned it up, then everybody started singing it. So my thing is, a lot of people are in poly relationships. <laughs> and and just, unknowingly. yes, unknowingly yeah. or knowingly, but just won't accept it publicly. Most definitely. That's what, that, but you have to, and that's why when a lot of people used to get on me and say, girl, you crazy for doing that. Knowing I know. You've been with the same man who's been cheating on you for five years that you are very aware of has been cheating, sis. We are both doing poly. <laughs> we are both doing poly. So I, I, I just was, I, it, it is what it is. But people don't want to accept it or say it out loud to people because they feel like they're going to look like a fool. But they actually feel like one, which makes it worse. Cat, mm. question. So. so when you come up with your random thoughts of the day, is it a list or is it just you freestyling? No, it randomly like when I make the video and put it out is when it just popped up in my head. Really? Because it, it seems yeah. so scripted and, and precise. There are seven people in here. Oh my god! Like, What's all that? we do is talk to each other all day. Like now, it might come out like scripted because like it'll pop in my head and I'll sit and I think about it. Okay, let's word it to make sense to somebody else. Because my head is a bunch of bullshit, so I got to slow it down, slow down my thoughts, and get the thought together. So I can deliver it so you can understand it too. But the minute I think about it, it's the minute I record it. Now, I, now if some people on here and they just, you know, for the first time, they peeping you out right now. Another one of my favorite ones, and go to her page and check these out because she got like hundreds <laughs> of them. Um, and the one that I think it sort of went viral for you, um, uh, when you apologize to man, could you break that one down for people real quick? I was in the gym. Um, I had been, and hadn't been in the gym in a long time and I had a trainer and she was like, we're going to do some planks and we're going to do what you call it, pull-ups. But I don't know when you lift yourself up in the air. Mm -hmm. And I realized I'm fat as shit. Like I could not lift up my body weight to save my life. <laughs> I was struggling. A plank for like, she was like, let's do 30 seconds. I got 30 seconds. I was done at 10 seconds. I was like, it's not going to work. And so that's I was thinking, I was like, because I know I got a friend that, you know, Still sexual person. I need my needs checked sometimes. So I got a friend, I was talking to him about it, and I was like, I just want to apologize to you. And he was like, Wow, so all that time I gave you shit for not being able to stand up in it for 15 minutes straight. Nigga, that's a lot to hold yourself up and pump and try to hold me down. I said, I'm sorry. I was like, I gotta tell everybody else this. I underestimated all these years. That's a lot of physical work a man has to do. And me, I can't speak for all women, but me. When I made that whole skit about I want a, a two-hour minimum, like, I meant that shit. Like, you're not on top of me for two hours, but the whole experience of mm -hmm. everything, I, at least two hours for me. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm expecting a man to maybe, maybe give me good dick for, like, 30 minutes of that two hours. And I can't hold my own body weight up. Like, I truly <laughs> apologize <laughs> for giving y'all shit. Like... <laughs> So yeah, that was that was how that came about. <laughs> but, That's funny. All right, since we on the topic, how do y'all? Okay, 
just give me y'all. I'm just, I'm just gonna give it to you. How long do y'all think we should be beating the cat? Like, how long is is a reasonable amount of time? Because I see, I hear people say, "Oh, I need somebody in." Ain't I really feel like if a man could attack the coochie for longer than twenty five minutes, the coochie is whack. But, but to me, it's like it's not like twenty five minutes consecutively. Like it might be three minutes here, then we switch it up and do some other freaky shit, and then another four minutes there. Like you just kind of switch it up. I mean, because like you said, no, if, it's, if a man is in it for twenty five minutes consistently, just in and out, it's whack. Mm-hmm. It ain't right. But mm-hmm. if you got to keep pulling out, and do other stuff, then clearly it's good. So we just expanding the time out. So. Really, no cap. If it's if it's having if everybody's having fun, there should be no cap on the time. Just keep going until both of y'all finish, and then go again. So if a guy finishes, let's say he 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 hit it good for like eleven minutes, and then he he um, he releases himself. How fast do you feel like he should be ready again? I just want to be ready. Like rest, eat, drink water. I need you hydrated. I don't care. Just give it to you here before you leave. <laughs> Mel, oh, let me hear it, Mel. Well, in my case, um, like all of the foreplay, it maybe it's just me. I think I just come fast, but all of that foreplay leading up, he won't be able to be in it long anyway. But I just feel like it don't, like she said, it don't have to be just steady, steady going, steady going. Like he's stopping and going, or he doing something else, or he grabbing a toy. I'm grabbing a toy. It's going to be stuff in between. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be other stuff going on. So he wouldn't even be able to go for 25 minutes just doing that. So, no. But I don't like long sex. Like, people be like, yeah, I wouldn't all night long. Like, no. Like, my my current sex partner is... is, is he is watching. Is, he is watching. I, and and he, he, is, he, is, he is at church watching on his phone right now. <laughs> So yeah, we're- is it the pastor? <laughs> <laughs> no, hands later. No. it's cool. Get your hands laid on. It's, it's cool. Take it, get it. <laughs> yeah, but he is very, very hands on. So before see the get penetration is the anticipation of me. I'm kind of like, oh my god, come on, hurry up. So when he do, um, he wouldn't be able to. But he always wants to make sure I get mine first. That's why he always kind of stops it. He want to make sure, like, I'm going to get mine or I'm going to get him a few times before he even get here. So. What? Okay. So, me. so quiet, don't give me quiet or talking? Like, do you, what, what you prefer? Talking, talking right? Talk me through it. Mm-hmm. Teach me like it I'm a retard. Person. Teach me like I'm a, tell me everything. <laughs> Teach me like I'm a whole retard. What you, 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 you like quiet or no? Are you just, you like you saying it depends on the person? It just depends on the person. Like if it's just the look, we just I'm just trying to knock this out because okay. I need an edge off. I don't. You only talk about shit. Just get it done. Um, I don't need to hear that you enjoy it because I'm here for myself. Like, just be done. But if there's a mental connection, don't talk shit to me. Like I like that dynamic back and forth of just you know a challenge. Like let's let's talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, can't, I ain't doing that with everybody. This, but does that increase the level of intimacy? Now, okay, so when you're just trying to get knocked back, is it a lot of kissing? Nope. I don't kiss 
even with my current consistent sex partners, I've known him for four years. We've been doing this shit for four years. Well, almost four years. And I didn't start kissing him to maybe the beginning of this year, the end of last year. And even still now when we have sex, I don't kiss him. Mm. I, I don't I think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. If I can't, if that, I don't feel... Yeah, I just, I don't think I could do it. Oh, okay. People, people think I'm ass backwards when I say this, but I can just fuck somebody and that's what it is, just sex. Kissing to me is very intimate. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm breathing your air. It's very intimate. I don't want to do that with everybody. And then, even if I do care about you, like him, I care about him. And we close enough to where I don't mind kissing him, but I can't do it all the time because it's going to take me to a place of I want him as my man, and I know that's not on the table for me right now. So mm. I have to block kissing off so I don't get that connected to him. Mm. I don't know. It, I can. I don't think I could be intimate just without kissing. Now, now when I was much younger, it didn't matter to me. I would hit the side of a house if if some if it. I mean, it didn't matter. But now it's like. I need a connection. I need a severe, I need a, a serious, intimate connection with somebody. And I don't think I could do it without kissing them. Are you? Cause, cause I think kissing is like, like I've had bad kissers and just turned, just turns it all the way off. Like you, ma'am, you are a penis softener. I cannot take me out. Like, just wow. get me out of here. Get me out of here. Like my chub is no longer like I'm out. Wow. And it's, I mean, that's just, I just feel like kissing is one of those important things. Like, just, you know, the vibe, too. Like, you know, I kind of feel like... Oh, you, she said she didn't kiss light-skinned men for thirty over 36 years. Who I said that? Because I, <laughs> I can't stand Who said niggas, that? I understand. <laughs> I, I, what's her name? Where you at? Oh, shit. I didn't... Uh, spiritual... Spiritual Freak? Spiritual Freak 444. I didn't kiss light-skinned men for... <laughs> Man, you know something? Light-skinned men get a terrible rap, but when I was coming up, they they was killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's why they they not doing shit now, because they, they had their era. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Dark-skinned niggas are in style, like, and they not going nowhere. Yeah, it was... Yeah, they had their day. You know what I'm saying? A little DeBarge years. <laughs> <laughs> she said she got her reasons, though. That's not Light-skinned like, is enough. <laughs> I don't. So, like, I, I hear a lot of women. They be like, "I don't talk to light skinned men, or I don't talk Sorry, to short skin. men, or I don't, you know, I don't talk to fat men. I don't like they're just total turnoffs. Like, is that accurate? Like, I mean, could you really just be like, "Oh, I can't talk to him because he's light skinned"? That's I mean, not like trauma. I think I'm because mm, I've I've dated light skinned dudes. But it was just like we both was trying to be pretty. It was like, wow. like for real. You like just I said light skinned dudes back twenty years. I'm not, trying to, <laughs> not trying to say that though, but like this is just like just from my own experience, and it just wasn't. It felt like I was competing. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. I'm gonna just stick to my chocolate. <laughs> but then, even as like, okay, so y'all both. You know, lighter um, complected women, right? So I'm not. Yes, you is, y'all. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, 
dark skin. Do y'all get dark skin girl hate? I'm sorry, y'all. That's my name. Hell no. No? I love me dark skin. I love me dark skin girl just as much as I love me dark skin man. So they don't know. I'm talking like towards you. Do they like, you know, hate on you or, oh, she thinks she because she. But that comes from everybody, though. I ain't not to be arrogant, but I get that shit from everybody. Uh. Or have gotten it. But that was mostly because I was. I was quiet, didn't say much to people. And people looked at me as, oh, that's the pretty chick. I went through a phase where I thought I was ugly from like probably up until about maybe 22. And so, but and so I didn't talk to people because my, my confidence was, it was there, but it was like, I don't want to be seen. So I kept to myself. And people mm-hmm. took that as, oh, she thinks she's a light-skinned pretty chick. She's too good to talk to people. I was like, no, I just don't give a fuck. And I don't want to deal with y'all. That's all. So it was just a misconception that I was stuck up because I was light-skinned. Yeah, I got that too. People say, you look like you mean. I be like, I, I did do. that a lot too. Like, why don't you smile? I'll be like... Why is y'all in my business? But yeah, I've 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 got that. Um, but like I say, I'm the lightest in out of all my brothers and sisters. So I, all my brothers and sisters are like brown skin, dark skin, like really really dark. I'm the lightest one. So I've always had like a a little weird thing when it came to being light skin. But like I said, I was insecure for years, but I just found that I was pretty about two years. Ago. So yeah, it's the same thing. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, so Kat, how old are you now? Well, just give me a range. You ain't got to tell me exactly. Huh? I'm 34. Oh, you're 34? I mean, I already told people I'm 5'10", 212 pounds. I don't care about that shit. <laughs> Man, you funny as I don't know what to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you, you're 34. You're approaching, you know, your mid-30s or whatever. If it was one conversation that... You, we having now today that you wouldn't want to be having 10 years from now, what would it be? What do you mean? Like right now we talked about your singleness. Is that uh-huh. something you, you wouldn't mind if you wouldn't care if you were single 10 years from now, or is something that you definitely won't want to fix or whatever? I wouldn't care. Like I'm not, I'm not in a place where I'm like, I feel like I need to have a relationship. Like, do I have male companionship in my life? Yes. Like, that male counterpart, that need of just having that attention, um, connection with the man is being filled. But in the sense of I'm still single, there's understanding that I'm still single. I have no desire to be connected to you and just you. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And he does whatever he want to do, and we're good. Like, if I go on a date, I call him and let him know. Look, I'm going on a date. All right, cool. It is what it is. Keep it moving. But... Ten years from now, if I'm still in that situation, I'm still fine with that because I don't have a desire to be tied down, attached to one person right now. Because I'm just enjoying just me entirely too much to change that shit. Especially at how bad my marriage was. Just the idea of, and I know me, I love hard. So the idea of being with somebody and getting that caught up in them again scares me. Terms like I'm not ready to let myself go yet to be with somebody. So. But with that said, like your seventy-five-year-old self says what to your thirty-four-year-old self? Like, bitch, you live, and it was fun, and you said no to nothing. You live your best life. Like, I- she froze up. There she go. Am I back? You back now? If 
if I'm permitted or not permitted, if I get to a point to where, all right, look, you feeling this way about each other, let's try a relationship. Cool, I'll let it happen. I'm not stopping it. But I'm not just actively out there, okay, I need to find a husband or a boyfriend by the age of 37. No, that's not a goal on my list right now. I got so much other shit that I want to do. And that companionship and everything else, all those other needs are being met to where there's no need to change it at this moment. But so if I'm 75 and still single, I did everything I wanted to do. If, and I, if I'm not in a relationship, so what? But even you self-admitted that a lot of that is from the marriage. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that yeah. is from that. So it's like, <clears throat> do you think that's still like a handcuff? You know, that you know, you still ain't you still aren't past it enough to even allow that part of your life to be open? I was in denial of myself for probably about two years now, thinking that I was completely healed over my marriage. But about four months four months ago, situation happened and I realized it's still affecting me a lot. And so now I'm starting to admit again that I haven't fully healed mm-hmm. um, from that. Um, I'm not going to let the next man suffer for what the past man did. I'm not going to put that on him. Um, and so I know, okay, there's still a lot of healing that I have to do before I can be with somebody else and be like, I completely trust you with my heart again. So, yeah, I can say that I still got some issues from my past relationships that's hindering things. Mm. <clears throat> Mel, you want to say something? Mm, I just, I just like that um, that you honest about what you want in your life instead of, you know, trying to force things or um, trying to get in a situation to get you over that because that's a good thing because a lot of people get in relationships with people after a bad one and actually end up hurting the person that they're currently with because they're not really over the past. So. Basically, you admitting to yourself that you want to heal before, because I said that same thing. I'm kind of still a broken mirror. I don't want to bleed on people who didn't Mm -hmm. cause this pain. So it's understandable. But I do also know that you could tell in your confidence that it's like, okay, if it happened, it's not like you're just going to be like, no, I don't want that. You're just Mm -hmm. going to flow, basically. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as long as you're happy while doing it. And having a good time, you saying your needs are being met. See, I, I'm just gonna be honest. My, I'm just gonna be honest. I feel like I hear all the words that that you're. Can you hear me? I, I feel like I hear all the words that y'all saying. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just personally feel like when the right dude come along, you're gonna be who you need to be yeah. in that relationship. You're just gonna be like, oh and I yeah, can agree with that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah that that's my boyfriend. That yeah. no, that's my fiance now. My- that's my okay, husband. And I I know I'm going to be like that. I, I 100% know I'm going to be just like that whenever I do find him. Like, I'm going to be very protective, very selfish, and bitch, look, but don't come over here because there'll be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so but, but... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so with that being said, the TikTok thing is just really taking off for you, you know, and... As you get more popularity, the celebrity isolates you. So now it's like, you know, you become like a figure that can't do normal things anymore. How does how? And that's why how, yeah. it's so important for me to continue to just say whatever the fuck it is in my head and keep it unfiltered. 
because I never want to be one of those persons where I say something and I got to come back and, to, and apologize for it. No, I, I meant what I said in that moment. I've always meant what I said. I'm not going to alter who I am just for celebrity status or popularity or whatever. Um, like, if I'm legitly dead wrong about something because of misunderstanding, that's one thing. But I'm not saying anything that I don't mean. Mm-hmm. So who you see now is who you're going to see forever. Like, I'm never going to come back and apologize for being this. It's, it is what it is. If you don't like it, fuck it. You ain't got to watch. So you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> you wake up tomorrow and you have 5 million followers. You wake up tomorrow. How did, How is your life different? You know, every video, every video has a million views. (laughs) I still got to go to work, pay bills on Monday. Nothing changed. Yeah. I still got a daughter I got to take care of every day. I might have slightly more creature comforts, but I still have to survive like I've been doing this whole time. I just got a little bit more people out there in the world who know who the fuck I am. Hmm. I just got a a thousand, too. You said what? (laughs) I only have eleven thousand. I feel like my life changing. Yeah. Especially after that last live we just did. Oh my goodness. I had reservations for me the next morning <laughs> to go to breakfast. See? I said, oh. oh, and oh it's okay. it's weird as shit. Like people now, like like you said, they, they approach you, ask you shit, and then they really are awestruck when I respond to their messages. I'm like, why wouldn't I? And it was like, cause you know, you're a celebrity, like, no, I'm not. I live in Columbia, South Carolina, it's like ghetto. I ain't a fucking celebrity. Like <laughs> I'm not just struggling like the next person. So I mean, why would I not speak to you? I'm still but, an everyday person. But the thing is, like you, you have to remember, like your impact is greater than you probably think. Like you're probably I, somebody I had, is sitting in their car that. stressed out, and they probably watch your video and be like, "All right, I'm not going to jump off this bridge today." <laughs> she just made me laugh. And surprisingly, somebody did message me not say they're going to jump off a bridge, but. They said they woke up that morning and couldn't think for a reason to smile. Like, things were bad. It's like, I saw your video and the day got better. And I was like, oh shit, like, I'm really impacting people. Mm-hmm. I didn't, because re- in all honesty, not to sound selfish, but I was just making videos for myself because I was bored. Not thinking that anybody was going to watch it, not thinking it was going to help anybody. So to hear people responding to where it's a, a good um, thing they're getting from them, from it, from my videos, and it's bringing joy to their day, it was like, I didn't mean to do it, but glad I can help. But it's, it's, I don't know how to feel. Like, it's a weird feeling still. I don't know how to receive it. Mm. It's, I mean, because you're, you're definitely bringing joy. And, and, and the thing is, you probably also is building confidence because there's probably a lot of girls who look like you, feel like you, want to say things like you, and don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? Because I know Mel has said some of the same similar things, like people inboxing her, and they're, you know, they basically... You my voice, you know, you the T-shirt I wear to casual Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like when you look at your content, for one, it's very consistent. It's very, you know what I'm saying? It's very authentic. It's very you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if there's another person who does what you do on your channel like that. Because <laughs> that's why I thought. I thought, like, literally you were writing these scripts out. You know what I'm saying? It may have been a film crew because it's like you, it, they're well edited, everything. It's just, it's well presented. It's dope. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. I just follow. <laughs> you just, who, who follow who? I just followed her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got to follow her. 
Yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah. It's everybody on the live. Follow these people. Like, <laughs> follow these people. Um, inbox them. They're taking, you know, their reservations and their, you know, cash apps and all that kind of stuff. I am. I'm free every other weekend. If you want to fly me out. What, what's your cat? What's your cash app? Uh, it's me, Cat P. That's what. Oh, it's I thought me, you said meet meet Cat P. Okay, all right. I oh, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But I don't know, man. It's just I did want to ask you a couple more questions. Hold on, I got a list. Let me pull it up real quick. All right. It's cat with a K. When you cash out, it's cat with a K, not a C. Somebody else yeah, just got $25 somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. This is going to be like a fast, rapid thing. You got like, okay, go. you got two seconds to answer the questions. Okay. All right. Sex in a public place, yes or no? Yep. Ever sent a dirty text to the wrong person? Yep. Elaborate. I can't remember too many times. No, <laughs> I send... Okay, it wasn't just like the wrong person. I took a Snapchat video and posted on my Snapchat for everybody to view it. And I think like 15 people saw it. I said, shit, so I had to take it out real fast. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ever <laughs> ever said the wrong name in bed? No. Never? Interesting. Obviously, I don't even know why I'm about to ask this one. Ever have friends with benefits? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ever slept with somebody that you did not know their name? Yep. How'd that go? Which one? Damn. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Chester, I gave you a nickname in my head, and I came in there with one intent in mind, so I, I know I'm not going to talk to you after this. Why try to group your name? It hurt my brain. No, I'm good. Okay. Okay. I understand the logic. Mel, you? No, not the no name. No, no, I haven't. I'm too intimate. I don't, I don't know. Sex in a public place? Most definitely. What's, what's, you mean Burger King? What, Parkland? What? DJ Booth. Dang, in the, in the club? In the club, right on his lap. Hey, y'all bad. Y'all bad. Y'all bad. Uh, dirty <laughs> sex to the wrong, dirty, dirty text to the wrong person? Mm, no, no. I did do a, the wrong picture, though. Almost kind of like what she said. I sent the picture. It wasn't to yeah. like another man. It was like accidentally to my dad because I have my friend named and my phone under daddy. <laughs> so, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. If my daughter. If my daughter sent me a picture, I I don't know what I would do. I would <sighs> Y'all just made me see all kind of red lights. <laughs> see nobody else. Hey, somebody said uh they got it in at the casino parking that. lot. Casino. Casino parking lot. Somebody hit the slot. <laughs> no, <tonight. laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to go through this comment. Uh 
Um, somebody said it's a great feeling as a creator that uh, makes me want to continue as well. And as we, I guess when we was talking about that, um, I guess she said I live in Vegas. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that ain't nothing but a Tuesday afternoon in Vegas. Oh, she said she'll be back. We're glad she left out. Okay. Hey, so so what you thinking, Mill? What happened since after the live? What happened after we went live that day for you? Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> it was a guy who I was um, already who I was dealing with. Like, we just kind of been on and off, like, been friends for years or whatever. And just, like, recently, last few months, we, you know, kind of got a little bit more serious. But recently, I had told him, I, I just was like, you know what? You cool people and all, but I just don't see how far we can go from here. Uh-huh. So he said that while he was at work and watched our whole life. So you were we were, we was we were saying some stuff on there because we were talking about getting flew out, how people wanted to fly me out and stuff like that. And while we was on live, I was getting messages from him. Oh, oh, people want to do this for you, and people want to do that because a a part of the live you said that uh if you really want a person, then you, you got to go after them because you go in there to get that loaf of bread, you come back and it's gone. Uh-huh. And he said that to me. So he sent me a message like, I need to get my loaf, meet me for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> so, um, we just been talking on and off. Um, like I say, my followers, oh my goodness. They just, just went up. Just, just keep going up. Like I, every time I get on TikTok is a hundred new followers. Like, um, um, I, I was trying to, I went live by myself. Um, I had a few ladies, we were talking about the, the beautiful and, um, having low self-esteem. I did a few of those, um, talked to a lot of women. I actually have phone numbers of women who actually called me from TikTok, like wanted to talk. Um, oh, if you ever in such and such, you know, we should link up like just from watching a live. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was pretty cool. Like it's, 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 it's a, it's a nice journey. Um. I'm getting my platform a little bigger, so you know I can keep talking. I made a video um, the other day about boundaries. That's doing doing a lot of numbers. So, yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to get Cat back on here. It says connected. <clears throat> I'm waiting for her to jump she, back on. All right. She down see. there. It says oh, yeah. she is. Hold on. Good evening, Addie. Cupcake zero five two three. Um, and is that Jenny? Is that Jen Bunny? I, y- y'all know I can't see, right? Y'all, I can't see nothing. And this, I, and the thing is, I keep trying to hook it up on my other TV monitor so I can, I can have them. Um, hey, um, baby D. Um. And so I can see the monitor a little bit better or whatever. But man, like I when I when I tell you just listen. So like I told you before, my whole thing was um, I'm trying to get her. Okay, invite. Sent. She should she should jump back on now. So my whole thing was about 45, 50 days ago. I have a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like because I do coaching, but I'm not above having my own coach, right? Because it's always somebody who know more than you or who can assist you in giving you, you know, advice or whatever. Now, one thing about business is a lot of people get it confused that they need to find a mentor in their field. No, you need a a mentor who just knows business. So like if somebody's a millionaire and they are, you know, I, I own a bucket company, I still know how to manage money at millionaire level 
even though I own a bucket company. You know what I'm saying? And you need to take leadership cues from people in leadership, period. And so <clears throat> my coach, he had told me, like, he he had went on my TikTok and he had looked at a couple of videos and he was like, for one time, you, you still, like, I was repurposing videos from my podcast that I do on Facebook. And he was like, you're doing TikTok, make TikTok videos. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant at first because I really wasn't on here. And so I I did some research and I said, okay, I'm about to do, you know, some reaction videos. I'm going to do some da-da-da-da-da. And so I started making actual TikTok videos. And sure enough, I did. I posted three to four times a week. Um, my content is always, you know, because I do podcasting, you know what I'm saying? So I'm on, I'm on my show. I'm on other people's show, everything. So, like, content really isn't a problem for me. It was... It was just understanding this avenue, understanding this lane, and then taking it serious enough to elevate my overall content to the people. So, like, when I see both of you guys, you know, like, Kat, like, I, when I remember when I first saw Cat's page, I think she might have had, like, 8,000, 9,000, you know, followers or whatever. And that's now done expanded, like, over 40, you know what I'm saying? And, like, same thing. With, with you, Mill, I remember you had like, I think six or seven followers when I picked you up from the refugee camp. And now, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and now you, you know what I'm saying? You, you've crossed over 10,000 last week. Congratulations or whatever. And I'm, I, I just, I'm telling you the development. And that's why I said like, you know, I really want to work with people and keep growing the space so we have a, a place to have these conversations because I feel like the conversations and the content is so so needed. So 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 people have like a venue or whatever, just a space to have these talks because think about it, Mel, like the stuff people were saying to you in your inbox, they literally weren't talking to nobody else but you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, even with Kat, like, it's like, I'm telling you. You really think that? I think, yeah, I think that because it's like, think about oh, it. I like, really, I would, I would say that. so think about, like, some of the stuff you say, another person would be scared to say. They would be scared to say it. They don't have the confidence to say it. And you give it, you're like their voice. That's why I said sometimes it's like we, we, we're, we're way bigger than what we think. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. I had a person the other day that literally went through every last video that I had on my page and wrote comments for each one, <laughs> sent likes for each yes. one, inboxed yes. me a message, sent me, followed me on every other platform, yes. everything. That person is in tune and step with me and my content. And you have those people. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. Because you looking at it as they're keeping up with you to support you and see what you got going on, whether they miss getting caught up because they're into you. I saw that a completely different way of why are you being so fucking weird? <laughs> not to think that. <laughs> not, not, like, I didn't think about it this way, so I'm glad we're talking about it. And so, like, I don't want to, you know, pass judgment on somebody. I never stopped to think that, okay, I'm impacting their life. They just really mm -hmm. want to see what I had going on. They like my voice because I'm speaking for them. You know, things that they didn't think they could say. I get it now. So thank you. I apologize to you all that I mentally called fucking weird. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> Without y'all, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> 
Hey, it's you know, I get I get comments like my my messages be like, fix my marriage. Um your teeth look amazing. I don't I get a lot of stuff. It'd be all over the place. And I know I y'all women, so I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? The stuff that y'all get from women, yet alone men. Cause men be like doing the most. So yeah. yeah. Like I've yet to be asked to be flewed out anywhere. So <laughs> it's coming. Oh. It's coming. My day coming. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on a flight, mama. But yeah. <laughs> So anything y'all want to ask me? Are you married? I was married. Yeah, I was married for 13 years. I'm single now. I've been single for... Uh, oh, okay. No, but I'm dating. Um, so I've been, uh, been, I've been in the wilderness for almost 10 years. Wait, wilderness like in the wilderness in a relationship or wilderness like in a wild wandering out there by yourself? That's, how, that's what it felt like. <laughs> that's, oh. what, that's what it felt like. It's it, like I say, like anybody who comes from a long term relationship and you get thrust into the dating scene. Depending on when you got thrust, you so far behind, it makes no sense. Like we talked about it on the last live, like you should have to take yeah. a class to date right now. The lingo didn't yeah. change. The agenda didn't change. The mentality didn't change. Women don't act like women. Men don't act like men. It's it's it's. You need a degree to date <laughs> right now. You Not need a degree. degree. You need some. You need some. You need some college credits <laughs> to to actually <laughs> date effectively right now. So so would you get married again? Yes, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Oh, okay. My, I want to get married. I want to get married better than them bridezillas on them TV shows. <laughs> and the thing is, wow. like, I, and and I, I, I say that because <clears throat> me and my ex-wife, we cool to this day. There is power in covenant relationships. You just made, you know, I was extremely young when I got married before, before and it's like, you know, you just make, you know, wrong decisions, but the actual marriage. Yeah, I could see that happening again. I would like that to happen again. I, I believe in the power of two people versus the world. And, you know, when you got that covenant promise and that covenant relationship, you can accomplish things that you probably couldn't do on your own. And I, that's just me. That's I, I am 100 percent. Down for it. Okay. You said that like, eh, it's for you, not for you. I mean, no, no, I can, I can, I can agree with that. I definitely agree that. I mean, I don't think that, even though I say I'm fine with being single, but I don't need a relationship. I really don't think that it's meant for people to be alone and by themselves. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants somebody to love. Um, just me personally, I feel like I can love you and not have to marry you. Whatever, you know, the I, I, one, okay. I can agree with that now. If you would have asked me that maybe 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't agree. But now it's like, I do see the piece of paper is really the piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is for certain people. Because I've seen people be together in faithful, loyal, 
relationships for decades and then getting married legally and be done in six months. So I think that's that's what how I'm looking at it because my mom and dad never got married, mm-hmm. but they were together and they had a whole family together. And then I've seen other marriages where they were married, had that paper, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt he cheating on her every other weekend. Like, what's the point? Like the people who don't have that that paper say they're married seem like they have such a better connection, have better communication. Not saying all legal marriages are like that. But I have seen few legal marriages where that happiness is genuine. You can just see it in everything that they do versus, you know, I know he's cheating or I know she's unhappy or whatever. I do feel like also there's a huge narrative that's going on that uh, marriages don't work um, or even, you know, relationships don't work. And I feel like that's a huge lie that's being told. even if you look at the statistics, people are still getting married. People are still staying together. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the myth of the, this happy single life that you don't need anybody to validate you or you don't need. It's true enough. You don't need anybody to validate you. But I also don't feel like it should be the single people versus the married people or the yeah. people in relationships. That's a versus that we nobody even asks for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let alone some of the ones we didn't see actually on versus. Like some of the ones they just be coming up with now. I'll be like, what? They still do them? I guess it's a huge lawsuit going on right now between the the internet platform they were using. And so that sort of put a hold on oh. all of them. The only one I, I I was sitting it was I was sitting courtside for the Gucci man and the um, Jeezy and um, Jadig uh, the Locks and um, I I've never seen any of them none like I because I always have the intent I'm gonna do it and then one of the personalities would kick in and take over the rest of the night <laughs> and I forgot I was supposed to watch it. And I was like, oh, shit, I missed it again. Oh, well, so, yeah. There's some <laughs> There's some I wish they would do over. Like the Erica Badu and Jill Scott, they need to redo that one. See, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, that. I saw clips afterwards of mm-hmm. some of them, but I never watched any of them live. But I didn't even know they did that one. Yeah, they did that one. And then the worst one that should have been one of the better ones, because the technical difficulties was the Teddy Riley Versus Babyface. Heard about that? Yeah, that was it. Was it was an Instagram nightmare. So, yeah, they, like I said, nobody asked for the relationship versus single people versus, and we seem to have it. it. Yeah. So, Cat, before we get off, is there anything you want to tell the people? Thank y'all. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hey, I I want to thank you. Every day. Okay. Now I did see that you were doing some artwork. You'd be doing some some other stuff. Is it, do you have like a link or something like that on your page that links to anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my link on my page it links to everything that I have going on. Um, I write Instagram with like my visual art and stuff like that. Um, podcast. Yeah, everything's on there. 
Okay. All right. So y'all, hey, go to her page, follow, you know, check out her content. I want to thank all y'all for tuning in tonight. Um, this is Tom Swoop with First Off of My Pain, and we out. See y'all next time. Bye. <laughs>